Did you know that you can go from buying a piece of land to moving into your own home in just four stages? In this very special episode of the Dubai Real Estate Podcast, I'm going to take you through these four key stages of development. If you're watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe to my YouTube channel, hit the notification bell. Your likes and comments are really appreciated. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please do give us a five-star rating and review. This really helps us getting discovered. Spotify listeners, please follow. Now, without wasting any further time, let's cue the music. So here, welcome to this very special episode where we're going to be giving everyone an overview of the stages of developing your own property in yes, Dubai. Raj. We're going to give an overview to uh, our listeners and viewers on how actually you can, you know, you go from stage one to stage four. Okay, amazing. So for those of you watching on YouTube right now, the four stages are going to come up on the screen. And for those of you listening on an audio platform, let me read out the stages for you. Stage one, identify and buy the land. Stage two, design and plans approval. Stage three, appointing a contractor. And stage four, handover. So let's go through each of the stages at a high level. And for those of you who are interested in any one of these stages in detail, the following four episodes of this podcast, whether yes. you check it out on YouTube or any of the audio platforms, will be going into a deep dive. So if any of these spark your curiosity, don't worry, there are dedicated episodes coming up on this season to deep dive into those. Starting with stage one, identify and buy the land. Now yes. in the episode prior to this, we've gone into some depth already about where you can and cannot buy land. But when it comes to identifying buying land, what should investors be thinking about and who is involved at, at the early stages? So look, Raj, uh, step one, when it comes to identifying land, uh, first and foremost, you need to identify the purpose of buying land. Right? Why are you buying it? Is it to build your own home? Is it to build uh, you know, a rental asset? Or is it to buy and sell? Right? I mean, build and sell. Uh, so these three things are there. Obviously, when it's the first thing, it's your own use. A lot of factors as in, you know, where your, say probably, uh, where your kids go to school or where you want to be, you know, uh, which area you like, which life, what kind of lifestyle, these things come into the play. Obviously, the budget, you know, how much you want to spend, you know, this thing. Uh, when it comes to your buying uh, to rent, uh, as in developing it to rent it out, obviously, you need to see which area is going to give you high rental yield. And uh, if it's for sale again, you will need to see which area is high in demand uh, in terms of transactions. So these are the things which you need to definitely you know, look into before you identify the land. So the first thing is the purpose. When people talk to you about specifically the monetary return, yeah. what data do you, do you refer them to when it comes to things like this land is worth emphasizing because the return is quite good? Like, is there certain government statistics that come out or is it anecdotal from your previous clients? I mean, look, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, seeing the value, right? When you buy land and when you build on it, you know, the stage where you build on it can actually define how much value gets added on to that particular asset or that project. You need to understand one thing that, okay, there are, say, in a community, there are 10 plots which are the same size. But once those 10 uh, buildings or villas or whatever type of real estate asset it is, once it's ready, the value of all, the, all those 10 is not the same, even though they might be the same size. The reason being is what is built and how it's built. 
so this is something which people really need to take care of that what exactly do they make over there how they make it how good it is and uh, you know uh, that defines the value because that is where your real value comes in as 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 you know when you do this development process you go through this thing uh, you bought something uh, you built on it and the net value is much higher okay so let's look at the 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 micro stages somebody sees a plot of land they bring it to you they say i've seen this plot of land or they say bring me a plot of land please to here you suggest it to them and then i guess there'll be some registration that needs to be done with the government yeah look obviously when you when you buy the land uh, the same way how you buy an apartment or a ready property or a villa this thing you need to pay 4% land department fees on the uh, land cost when you're buying so uh, that is definitely which is payable and you register the land in your name uh, same way how you buy an apartment the process of buying is uh, same all right brilliant and we'll get into that on the dedicated yes. episode stage 2 designs and plans approval so i'm assuming now that somebody needs to be appointed to design your property who are the different people that you need to enlist at this stage so now what happens is say assuming you've already bought land mm-hmm. now you're going into stage 2 stage 2 the first thing is obviously you need to get a design done right uh, as per what you want to build on it now what's being designed are we talking about specifically an architect yes so you need a proper architect to design the place uh, many times people use two different architects one to design and one to get approvals so this second stage is split into two parts one is getting the design done right someone who's going to design the house so if it's a house let's take an example to make it easier if it's a house you need someone to give you the design that okay understanding what you really want to build you want to build five bedrooms six bedrooms you want a basement whatever you know whatever your requirements are as per that they design the house then once those designs are ready uh, you can appoint a consultant who would go to the government authorities and get you the approvals now usually you, the thing is you could even get one consultant doing both or you could have two different consultants specializing in each so, so one is the first one i apologize for interrupting but is the first one more based on as is considered like a needs architect based on your needs exactly. and the other one is more based on approvals yes does that mean that the second person doesn't necessarily have to be a registered architect but could be someone like yourself like a project manager who understands the admin side or in both cases they need to be architects no i mean look in in the first case obviously you need someone who's got experience who's in designing and knowing uh, in the second case uh, when you go to a consultant who can get you approvals has to be a consultant who's registered with the dubai municipality and has all the licenses in place to uh, actually go and get approvals in the first case if say for example you are working with some sort of architect designer back home or maybe in some other country you could also appoint someone uh, from there to design because mm. that's just the design right uh, the approvals is second say so a lot of lot of people also do that especially if they want to create something really fancy really something wow something super prime they want to get some the one really renowned or they've worked with before they can definitely use uh, someone who's not even based in dubai to create the design because eventually you know every plot of land comes with its own uh, development regulations which can be given to any architect anywhere and they can read that and follow those design guidelines uh you know so that's also possible okay good so you've got your architect that's gathered your needs put a property together that's desirable to you or to a future tenant yes you've then got the person who then takes that to the government they've got their uh their their legal uh, qualifications 
we head over now to stage three, which is appointing a contractor. Yes. A contractor could also be known as a builder. Yeah, I mean, some people call it a builder. Some people, uh, you know, we in the region, we call them as contractors. Uh, so what happens is once you've finished stage two, you've done the design, you got the approvals in place, then obviously to commence work on site, you need a contractor who is a licensed contractor, again, with the Dubai municipality, uh, because, uh, you know, contracting in the region works in such a way that, you know, the people who are actually doing work, they have to follow certain norms, certain regulations, certain guidelines, uh, and they need to have the licenses as per the, you know, Dubai municipality requirements. So depending on what you're building, there are certain, uh, you know, contractors, because each contractor's license is also uh, based on their strength. When I say their strength, that means... Certain contractors have been given license only to build a G plus one, that means a villa or any ground plus one structure. Certain contractors are qualified to build only up to four floors. And then there are certain qual uh, contractors who are qualified for you know, G plus unlimited. That means they have the capacity and the resources to build a high rise as well. So the, you know, the way Dubai municipality and the government has done is that they've qualified these contractors uh, based on what resources they have. So, you know, depending on the number of laborers they have and all, they have these licenses. So you need to then figuring out, depending on what you are actually wanting to build, you appoint a contractor who is qualified enough to do the job. Okay, brilliant. So we're going to obviously go into much more depth on the dedicated episode, yeah. but just so that, just for anybody who's trying to get a high level overview at the moment, what's competition like amongst contractors? If you have approved designs and you take that out to the market and you let contractors bid... Is there a lot of contractors in the city? Is is there a lot of competition and price elasticity? Look, there are there are there are a lot of contractors in the city. Uh, when it comes to appointing a contractor, what you need to be really certain about is you see what they've built before, especially the contractor. You need to see what has been delivered by the contractor. You need to see uh, you know uh, how 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 old are they in the region, uh, and uh, you know uh, go ahead with a known contractor. Uh, my one advice is what happens is there's a lot of competition and uh, sometimes this does happen that some contractors bid a much lower price just to get the job, right? And later on, you end up with sometimes in a situation where they're not able to complete it. So don't just go by the cheapest, but go with probably the best. Is this where you really step in? Yeah, I mean, obviously, look, we, we, we help the client right from stage one to stage four, Raj with our expertise and especially, you know, I've been doing real estate for over 20 years now, you know, previously in India, now in Dubai, what we do is we come in and get our expertise and experience of all these years and help the client achieve the best product possible. So when, the, when it comes to selecting the contractor, when it comes to selecting the designer, getting all the approvals, we stand by everywhere because we know how each individual process works in detail. So, you know, that's where we add value to the project. Okay, brilliant. Stage four is handover. Yeah. So what's being handed over and to whom and what are the things to look out so for? So look, uh, one thing is obviously when it comes on handover, you need to have a proper inspection done. Don't just leave it up. Uh, I usually, what I do prefer is getting a third party uh, to inspect and carry out a complete inspection. This is a handover from the contractor to the owner? Yes. You know, okay. so that what happens is because uh, obviously uh, any contractor is going to say I've done the job best, right? Uh, yeah. 
but you need to make sure everything is done properly uh, every uh, there are also a lot of things which go in uh, in a house or a building which are covered by warranties so you need to make sure that you know which warranty is covered by which manufacturer uh that is uh, you know very essential especially when if if that asset is with you uh as a rental asset or your own home uh because there are a lot of things like for example there could be the firefighting equipment there are appliances the air conditioning so you need to make sure that you've taken a proper handover of the complete uh you know uh suppliers uh, manufacturers the warranties and all not only that when you come on handover stage one thing which you always need to retain is the complete set of drawings of what is built you know we call them in our term as as built drawings which means what is constructed on site the proper drawings of that because in the future maybe 2 years down the line 5 years down the line 10 years down the line you want to do any modifications these drawings are really helpful so this is something which you should always always make sure you have the complete set of drawings okay well we're definitely going to run some scenarios on that on the dedicated yes. episode. So that's the first four stages again. That's stage 1, identify and build. Again, that's stage 1, identify and buy the land. Stage 2, design and plans approval. Stage 3, appointing a contractor and stage 4, handover. Okay, yes. fantastic. Now, everybody knows where they need to get more information because in the upcoming episodes we're going to do deep dives on those. But in terms of if somebody is already curious about following next steps on this, how can they contact you? they could reach out to me on any of my social media handles instagram tiktok or linkedin at tahir majithia they could drop me a dm send me an email on tahir@trustedhomesdubai.com and i'm always happy to assist okay dedicated episodes coming up for each one of these stages make sure you subscribe on youtube spotify and apple podcast thanks so much to hear thanks a lot raj